Welcome to the Crimes Against Pop Culture Podcast. I'm Ricky. And I'm Jerry. Where each week we watch and discuss movies that Jerry has never seen, but really should have. And occasionally some that I've never seen, but mostly Jerry. Hi everyone and welcome back. Jeez. <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome back to Crimes Against Pop Culture. How are you doing this week? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Good. I see a I see a presence here today. I see a different a different person in our amongst our midst. The whole dynamic has shifted. Hello, everyone. <gasps> oh, listen to those dulcet tones. That everyone is called a guest host. Hi, I'm Ray. Look at that! He even <laughs> took the initiative and introduced himself. You can't tell, but I'm waving that. No one. And no one. And no <laughs> You're one waving in <laughs> during an audio podcast and an audience that's not there. Great job, Ray. I love, the, I love those visual cues for an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Very nice. So, yes, this is our friend Ray. Uh, he is a longtime listener, I believe. Or not longtime, but... Yes. Well, the, before you started the relaunch. Right? Okay. I heard two, two episodes. I'll, I'll call him a long time long listener. time absolutely you uh, if you listen into before times then yes long time listener <laughs> so ray is always letting us know uh what we've done wrong what we've done right <laughs> the things that made him, made him laugh the things that made him cry he's the really the only cringe he's really, yeah yeah when we're when we're cringy or when we were cringy in the past he says, like, maybe you guys shouldn't post that, that <laughs> audio anymore and just delete it. Yeah, the True Lies episode comes to mind. Ray, Ray actually gives very good feedback. He does. And we appreciate that because none of y'all other people that <laughs> listening give us nothing. You know what's really <laughs> weird is, is I get I have friends who actually listen to the podcast. And when I bring it up in conversation, they're like, hey, you know what you guys should do and blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, there's this movie you guys should watch and blah, blah. I'm like, send it in. Let's hear it. <laughs> send an email. Hit us up on social media, something. Oh, yeah, huh? Like, it just doesn't occur to them to, like, reach out to us. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We have Twitter, Instagram. We have an email address. Do we have a TikTok? I don't TikTok? think we have Twitter. We don't, we don't have Twitter anymore? I don't think we have Twitter. Oh, I thought we did have Twitter. No, we don't do the, the, the TikTok? Twitters. Snapchat? Neither of those Vivo do we have. Meatloaf? Vivo. Oh, Vivo. <laughs> I think Jerry's Meatloaf? hungry. I might be hungry. <laughs> Jerry came in, came, came in a, little hung, a little hungry today. Meatloaf? <laughs> Steak? How do you get meatloaf out of <laughs> McDonald's? Ooh, McDonald's? Oh, wow. I've never heard of, what is this Vivo that you speak of? Vivo? Vivo? Or yeah, v- isn't it? Uh, V-E-V-O. It, You've yeah. seen it, Ricky. It's like, it's kind of like don't, Twitter. Don't. Listen, I oh you know what I'm thinking of Vimeo. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> don't, exactly. Don't tell me what I've seen and what I, I haven't seen. How dare you? I apologize. <laughs> is it like Venmo? Like where you send money? And yes, it's like Venmo. Yes, it's, it's like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Venmo. Send Venmo us money. Us money. <laughs> send us money. Venmo us videos. At Ray Chavez. That actually. Okay. Now I have a plug for the end of the show. All right. Excellent. Good job. What are you? What are you gonna no, plug no, no. Venmo? I'll, I'll save it to the end. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, anyways, this is what happens, Ray. We go on these tangents, just like we do at work when we used to have, all, we used yes. to all have lunch together. We talk about one thing, and then we go off, and then we come back eventually and do Full the circle. thing. Yes. Ricky, he listens to the show. He knows. It's the circle of life. <laughs> and scene. It's like you've done this before, Ray. But you never have. No. Okay, cool. First time. 
So we decided to invite Ray over to this particular episode um, because, um, well, first of all, he's a friend. And he wanted to be on the podcast. And he wanted to be on the podcast, even though he confessed he's a little nervous, and I have no idea why. That's why I say I reluctantly uh, accept. (laughs) I know, when I read your message, I was like, oh, he's going to say no. He said reluctantly. (laughs) And then it says, I agree. I'm like, oh, okay, good. It was good. Um, Because uh, we've decided to watch The Birdcage in honor of Pride Month. And uh, we thought- talking gay friend. And we did. We are the token gay friend, and we thought it'd be uh, it'd be great to have you and your perspective on the on the episode. Hey. And unfortunately, <laughs> it's a little late. I know it's not actual Pride Month I mean, anymore, but in honor of, we're not we're not beholden to any schedule or anything. Well, I mean, well, it was it's only, always Pride Month for me. Oh, there you go. There you so go. There you go. Yeah. Inclusivity. Brooks, thank you. That's what we're all about. <laughs> we're all about inclusivity. Now, as, as is obvious from as our previous episodes. <laughs> Okay, so the reason why we're here is because of the podcast. So we have we're gonna be today is episode one hundred and seven. One hundred and seven, and we are like the, like Jerry said, we're watching the Birdcage. Spoiler alert! <laughs> why is that a spoiler? I'm just alert? kidding. because no, I spoiled the title before you said it. Okay, yeah, Jerry, what's wrong with you? Sorry, isn't the title and isn't the name of the movie and the title? Listen, the Ray. I mean, shut up, logic is what we like to say <laughs> yeah, around people, here. People don't read; <laughs> you. they just download stuff and then listen to it, and then we just pleasure their ears with our voices. Yeah, and forget the fact that we've like thrown it out on social media and all that already. <laughs> forget all that. I mean, I did mention that it's the one that won. So yeah. Okay, so this movie is rated R. It has a runtime of an hour and fifty-seven minutes. I didn't realize it was that long. Mm, me neither. It's going on Endgame time. I, I I'm hearing from a lot of people these days that they're. Uh, preferred runtime for movies is an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, our friend Corey especially is a very big flag waver for hour and a half movies. She's that's that's what her thing is. She's all about. Hour thirty, great. You know, one forty five, nah, bro. <laughs> She's out. No, but I think it depends on the movie too, because if like Endgame was what three hours, three. I don't felt think like two Yeah, it did. I was it was over, and I was like, oh, no, there's need to, there needs to be more. No, for where's some, the rest the of rest. it? For some people, it does not matter how good the movie is. Like they, it an hour, really? anything more than an hour and a half is too much. But if you, get I into, disagree. Yeah. I I think like you said, according depending on the movie, if it's long, if if it runs long, it runs long. I don't care as long as it's good. I'm in. You know, I'm and I'm invested. That's my theory. Is like if it's good, then what does it matter? But, but some people have a hard, hard time limit, dude. They're like, nah. See, because I'm I'm the I'm the same way, in the opposite way. Like if it's too short. Then it's like, well, more. yeah, like what, well, like what, well, why did it end so quick? Mm-hmm. Or even if like, even that, even at the one thirty, it might be, even that might be too long. It's like, is it over already? Come on, man, <laughs> gotta go. Ricky's looking at a watch he's not wearing. <laughs> I know. <it's> <laughs> Listen, like I said, the visual cues on yes. an audio podcast <laughs> yes. are key to success. I forgot. I'm sorry. All right, so this movie was released back all the way back, back in the March eighth of nineteen ninety six. It's a good year. It's about good 25 year. years ago, Jerry. It's about 25 you know, years ago. Do you know right. how I know that? How, why because do you know our that? friendship has lasted for 25 years. Aww. That's before I was in high school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we no, hate wait. you. Okay. Yeah. Listen, Ray, there are some things that don't really need to be said. Yeah, you don't have to say everything, Ray. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm young. I'm young and vibrant, and I'm so much younger than you, old farts. Thanks. Well, if I don't say it, no one else will. That's that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't like need to, to, 
We'd like to keep I it that way. I work very hard to look this young. <laughs> Ray, Ray's first appear, first and only appearance on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky just Sorry, cracked was, himself up. That was so mean. I didn't mean it. Ray's always welcome. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Right? Okay. So this movie was directed by Mr. Mike Nichols, who is known for The Graduate, Closer, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, and Working Girl. Sorry, Biloxi Blues and Catch-22. I had two more I didn't see. Other than, I think, the second one you mentioned, I recognize all of those. What was the second So, one Closer was... Uh, I know it had Natalie Portman in it, and she was a stripper. I'm sorry, what oh, now? Yes, but I don't uh, remember It's the Natalie context. Portman and Jude Law and... No, Owen. Ah, I think you mean Closer, Clive, not Clive, Closer. Clive Is it Closer? Closer. 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 And what did I say? Closer. Closer. Same What's spelling, but you know, there's a slight difference there. <laughs> is it really, does, it, does it matter? Yes. Closer. 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 <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> Anyways. Great taste. Yeah. Less but yes, I've seen that movie. I haven't seen that movie. She's, she's seen. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. Closer. Closer. That's yeah. I think that's kind of yeah. what they were going for. Oh, oh, but I was saying closer, closer, like, right? Well, like, or like someone who closes a deal, or someone that closes the store at the end of the day. Yes, there you go. Exactly. Okay. Totally different movie. Very different. <laughs> so closer is what I was trying to say. <laughs> but right? again, I'm not like blaming you for it because it's same exact spelling. How how are you supposed to tell? I don't know. Yeah. So I don't. What I'm saying is, you know, good on you good. for fucking up. Sweet. Hey. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> uh, are any of those movies that you I've never seen The Graduate I have, I have. You have? Yes. I've never seen those so we're going to add that to the list we need to put that on the list because that is a classic I don't know what Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is I've heard of it Elizabeth not, Taylor it. oh Elizabeth Taylor yes is it an old like a is it's it a, a classic yeah, yes uh, 1950s I'm in uh, I, I think Elizabeth Taylor I think that's what she got her Oscar for I think you're right I think you're right um Liz Taylor, like in her heyday, was yes. oh beautiful and a great actress. So, yeah, whatever she's in, I'm in. Okay, so The Graduate and Who's Afraid? Oh, it's Big Bad Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to catch that on Disney Plus. <laughs> I think I've seen Working Girl, but I don't remember that one either. That's with Melanie Griffith. Mr. Trivia over here, Jesus. No, I mean Ray's yeah. a good guest to have. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord. I feel like I've like, I feel like I started watching Working Girl. I've back never in the seen day. it. I, I just know the movie. Yeah, and it has to do with I think it's like escort girls, right? I and think so. Prostitution. Yeah. What about Biloxi Blues? I think that's an army movie. Matthew Broderick is is the lead on in that one. I think that one I've I don't seen know. that one. Um, yeah, and I think I, I think you're right. I think it has to do with the military. And then Catch Twenty Two was uh, I think also a army movie or military movie with Mr. Heckman. Oh, I don't know. With Jeannie Jean? Neither of you know that one? I, I know, I know it's a novel, so I'm mm -hmm. wondering if it's the, the movie version of the novel. I would assume. <coughs> In which but case, um, Holden, I think, is like something is the main character. Holden something. Um, but anyway, I've, I've heard that's a pretty brutal uh, book, so I don't know about the never movie. Yeah, I've never seen the movie. Okay, we might put that one on the list, too. Perhaps. So this movie was written by Mr. Francis Weber. Weber, I don't know how to pronounce that. Eduard Molinaro. 
Marcello Danone. I believe these are all French. Those are all the writers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jean Poiret. Now, it says early screenplay. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming that maybe there's other versions of this movie, of Birdcage. Well, at least the screenplay. I guess I should have written, I should have looked it up. But could have been a play. Ooh. I, th- yeah. I think it might have been a play. True. And then Elaine May was the actual one that was credited as screenplay. Mm. So I think she was the one that wrote the actual movie. But I think you're right. I think the other three, four gentlemen or people uh, <laughs> may have written the screenplay for, not the screenplay, but the playwright? No, the play. Yeah, play? the playwright. No, they are playwrights. Oh. And they wrote the play. Because they're not a screenplay. No. Stage? Stage play. Stage play? Stage. Stage. Left? Script. Sure. <laughs> I think actually it's just called the script. We don't know people. We're dumb. <laughs> yeah. At least Jerry and I. Way, At least Jerry mu- and I. You're the musicals guy. You should know. Just because I like musicals doesn't mean I know everything about musicals. Exactly. <laughs> Talk to me about Wicked. And Chicago. I've never seen Chicago. <gasps> I know. It's the thing is, there, I have a good reason. Because Chicago and Moulin Rouge came about, came out around the same time, and I was I saw Moulin Rouge and fell in love with it, and I was like Chicago. Meh. Moulin Rouge, first movie that ever made me cry. Really? Yes. You never cried. Not in movies. You never cried at a movie before Moulin no. Rouge. That was the first movie. Wow. Have you seen Moulin Rouge, Jerry? Yeah, we went to go see it in the theater together. I don't remember. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This is what twenty five <laughs> years gets you, Ray. A guy who doesn't remember, A, songs he himself made up, and B, <laughs> doesn't remember movies we went Movie to go see. Night. That's what we would do all the time is go see movies. Let's go watch movies in the theater, huh? With each other? Like, together? Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't, like, go separately? Like, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm announcing my departure from the Crimes Against Pop Culture podcast because yes, of finally creative after differences. All this time. Finally got rid of you. This is what it took. <laughs> okay. So now for the stars, um, Robin Williams mm. is the most famous person on this list because he's Robin Williams and he's no longer with us. But if you don't know who Mr. Robin Williams is, he played, he was in a shit ton of movies. So go watch him. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Uh, but no, it just, uh, he's, he was in Good Morning Vietnam, Good Will Hunting, Mrs. Doubtfire. He was the genie in Aladdin. He was in Night at the Museum, Insomnia, Bicentennial Man, Jack Hook. He was in Mork and Mindy and as a show. Yep. He's been in everything. He's been in a lot of things. Flubber. Flubber. The famous Flubber. Flubber. That's right. Flubber. Was there any sequels to the Flubber? I don't think so. Son of Flubber, I believe. Was oh, no, but that I wasn't think so. But that wasn't. I could be wrong, <laughs> but I, I, I want to say that's what it was. And I think Jamie Kennedy was the dude. <laughs> he was like the lead oh, in it. Yes. God. Right? Yes. <laughs> oh. Why did you put that in my head? <laughs> um, but Ricky, going back to the list you were reading of, of Robin Williams movies, uh, you mentioned Aladdin. That is your favorite. That Disney, is my all-time favorite Disney movie. All-time favorite Disney movie. Now, Not, no, just just across the board Disney movie no, or animated versus live yeah, action. No, or? like oh DreamWorks or Pixar or no, no, no. It's my all-time favorite Disney movie. That's but not all-time favorite movie. No. No. Okay. I can't. You can't. I can't ask. I can't answer that question. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a that's a question that's just. I guess it depends on what time of the day and what time of the year and what mood you're in. Yeah. Well, you really what can't. would you consider your favorite movie? A I, movie that you can watch 
anytime there's doesn't matter so where many. it's at or a movie that you're like i it always is, makes you happy yes. or there's so many like always makes you cry the dark knight there's um the lord of the rings movies there's I don't know Batman movies that they, a lot. Moulin Rouge. So many Moulin Rouge. I mean, I can't. That's not a question I mean, that and, I can. And I think it also depends on what age Ricky you're talking to, because at one point I think we would have said Face Off was our favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Face Off. So just just take that into consideration too. On a, on a side note, for Face Off, they're thinking about making a sequel to that movie. A sequel or a, a reboot? sequel. Oh, a direct sequel. The, the writer said, "As long as they can get can get John Travolta and Shut. Nicholas Cage, <laughs> they are making face. a sequel to that." I'm no. sure they can. They're not doing anything else. <laughs> I mean, Nicholas Cage no, is I've literally never seen, uh, Face Off. You're not You've missing never much. Seen face I've off? Never seen Face Off. Oh, we should watch it just for that, just so that Ray can come in and do just the for, podcast. Just for fun. Well, we might need to record an episode for it too. But here's the thing. At the age when it first came out, that we, at the age that we were when it first came out, we were like heavy into John Woo. That's the director uh -huh. of the movie. He has a very distinctive style, blah, blah, blah. So we were all into John Woo. And when we saw Face Off, that was like the crown jewel of John Woo movies. Like we walked out of the theater going, that was badass. Yeah, fucking Face Off, right? Dude, I rewatched it, I don't know, probably a good 10 years ago. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's so horrible. It's awful. It's so, even the premise. Oh, the, the whole premise, premise is, is like awful. Well, it's, aren't they taking off like John Travolta's face and putting it into Nick, Nicolas Cage? Yeah, they switch them. Vice yeah. versa. Yeah, exactly. So let's forget the whole. Oh, how tall are they? The bone structure, all that body forget, type. That all goes out yeah. the window. No, it's and, and they have and some no sort explanation of, whatsoever. Just and they have some sort of mechanism that allows them to speak like the other. That's right. Because at one point, <laughs> wait, that's right. So they still speak as themselves? As Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, yeah. So there's a, at one point, they, 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 they try to explain that away, right? Like, oh, we put this thing in your throat so that, you know, you could sound like... And he just, like, Nicolas Cage just goes, ugh, ugh, ugh. And all of a sudden, he's talking like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Looking like Nicolas Cage. Right. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, Sounds a, like it's fun. a blast. Fun. But it is so stupid. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so we also have Mr. Gene Hackman. He plays Senator Kelly. Oh, I forgot to mention, Robin Williams plays Arnold Goldman. Uh, Gene Hackman plays Senator Keeley. And if you listen to the last episode, I think it's sort of a French connection, uh -huh. you'll know that Gene Hackman has a long list. But I'll, I'll, I'll mention some of the uh, more uh, famous ones. Uh, he was in Superman, Superman 2, Young Frankenstein, which I still need to find out where, what scene he was <laughs> in Young Frankenstein. Oh, I could tell you what it is. What scene is it? He's the blind man. The, the blind man that the monster goes into his cottage and he's like, he's serving him soup and all this other stuff. And he just keeps messing up because he's blind. He can't see. So like he pours hot that. soup in the monster's lap and it's, it's dude, it's, I need to watch that again. It is an awesome scene. And the thing is like the best comics or the best um, comedic actors are the ones who play it straight. And since Gene mm. Hackman was just like a straight actor, you know, very, you know, his, most, most of what he does is dramas and stuff. So when he does comedy, he's doing it straight and it's hilarious. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great scene. And I have to you, need to, you need to rewatch that film. That's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, he was also in Hoosiers, Superman 4. They missed him in Superman 3. Uh, Mississippi Burning and Unforgiven. Uh, we also have Nathan Lane, who plays Albert. And he actually is more known for his uh, stage plays than he, than he is yes. for his movies. Right. But he still came out in a few. Um, the Producers, which I still want to watch. 
Um, that yeah. was also a play that on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, the Lion King, he played the voice of Timon. Mouse Hunt, Stuart Little. I believe he plays a character in Stuart Little that is not Stuart Little, but I don't remember his name. I forgot to put it on the list. Uh, he was in um, Adam's Family Values. That was the sequel to Adam's Family, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in an episode of uh, Mad About You. He was a voice in Titan AE. He oh. was in an episode of Sex in the City. Yes. And he was in 10 episodes of Modern Family, which my wife is currently watching. And is either, when she's watching it, is either laughing out loud or bawling her eyes out. That show, okay, so hold on real quick before we talk about Modern Family. Sex in the City, you big fan? Oh, huge. Interesting. Yes. I mean, sorry. It's <laughs> one of the best shows out there. <laughs> I, I have not, I have you yet to see an episode, it? never uh, seen it. Yeah. I've seen some, so I've seen not, good. I don't remember if, I still, if I've seen like full episodes, but I remember, I kind of had the gist of like. Season one is not the greatest, then it gets really good. Then season five, I think it's not very good. It's That's when Sarah Jessica Parker was pregnant and it's not the best. But then um, I enjoy the movie, the first movie. Mm. The second movie was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Cash grab. <laughs> yes. I've heard that said, though, a lot about a lot of um, and, and a lot of TV series across the board. Even I was just going to mention that as, as far as what you said about like the first season not being the best. I've, that, I've, I've heard that said about Parks and Rec. Um, I know for sure it was uh, true for me when I watched Schitt's Creek. Yes, exactly. I mean, so like there's so many examples of that, but I, huh? the office, the office. Um, so I think it's probably something where it's pretty common among TV series because they have to try to they're, find they're their footing. Find, yes. Yeah. And then and you have nothing else to compare it to. So right. at that time, you're like, oh, this is pretty good. And right. then you, when you watch it, watch back and you've seen all the all the seasons, then you're like, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. And it's more it's more evident when you watch it like right now when everything's on Netflix or Hulu yes. or whatever. Well, you can kind of go back and just watch it straight through. You don't have to worry about waiting for it to come back out. Mm-hmm. So you're watching it, and you're like, you're right. You're just like, damn, that first season was just horrible. It's rough. Yes. It's rough. So you find yourself telling your friends, look, just get just through the get- first season. <laughs> After that, it's great. Um, but now Modern Family. So I used, to, I used to actually be a very regular watcher of Modern Family. Loved that show. Same. Dropped off, um, and I think uh, I heard someone like on the radio or something talking, talking about it. They were saying that um, – our, our what our problem is with Modern Family is that it's been on so long and been so consistently good that we take it for granted. And it's just, you know, well, we took it for granted when it was on because it's off the air now. But <clears throat> because it was around for so long and so like, you know what I mean? And won so many awards, like how many freaking Emmys yes. did it win? Like over and over again, year after year. It just got to the point where we were just like, it, it's always there. You know what I mean? Like we were just kind of like, like eh. Eh, yeah, there it is. And it's and it, yeah, it's good. But we kind of just forgot about it because it was just, you know, kind of an ever-present TV I think series. because it was going for so long, at a certain point, the characters just started annoying me. Oh, interesting. I'm like, ugh, you're just doing the same thing over and over. Even even like having grown-up kids now, like towards the later seasons and stuff like that, huh? Uh, more with the adults than the, than oh, okay. the kids. That makes sense. Never seen it. <laughs> Never, ever? No? I mean, I've seen some episodes, but to say I've seen the whole thing... Oh, well, I haven't seen the whole well, thing. Well, I haven't either, seen the whole though. thing. I dropped off, like, I forgot, season five or six. Mm-hmm. There's 11, I think. Yeah. See, that's, that's a lot. Too, that's too much. That's a lot. It's a that's lot of a seasons. Lot. It's a lot of shows. Especially for a modern show when, like, you know, TV series these days, they don't last, what, more than five, six seasons? You, you're, if you push 10, you're like, whoa, you know, you're, you're going a long time. Also, like, network shows, 
tend to have like 22 episodes a season. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. They have a lot yeah. to fill. That, that, that's too much. I think Netflix changed that a lot too because yes. I think now it's like it's between 8 and 13 episodes. That's a, good, that's a good number. Yeah. yeah. And even if they're hour long, if they're only 8 or 13 episodes, you, you know, you're, you're more willing to you know, invest yourself into a series. I do know that there's at least one series out there that never has ever, never let me down. Which is? Casa de Papel. Or in English, Money Heist. I cannot get into that. You have to keep watching. My sister's <laughs> Look, keep Ray, just get past that. the first season. <laughs> for me, okay, for me, for me, season one through, I think we're at four now, four or five, has just progressively gotten better and better every year. Or My every sisters season. keep telling me, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. I watched maybe three episodes, but it's one of those things where I start watching it. And then halfway through the episode, I pick up my phone and I start like <laughs> doing, doing things on my phone. And then the next thing I was like, oh, what did I miss? <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything happens in the show. It's a good show. I don't know. That's one that I can. I would like to say, tell people, just just watch it. You're not yeah. going to need to get through. But apparently there's people out there that <laughs> can't get through it. Right they got to right punch here. through that first season. <laughs> um, but you're not you're not the only one now at this point who has recommended it to me. I, I'm hearing that a lot. Oh, now, yeah. oh you so. haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, no. So good. I know, and that's that's what I keep. What I, I think keep I with peed my pants the other day. I saw a, a teaser trailer for it because I, I guess it's uh, this last this next season is the last season, and they're gonna break it up into two different um, seasons, I guess. Phases, <laughs> sub season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the first part's coming out in September, and then the last part's coming out in December. So I can't wait. I was like, <laughs> who's gonna die? Ricky was a fan. Spoiler fan alert: They all die. Oh, eventually. I mean, some of old age, some of <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Gunshot wounds, some drown, maybe. See, now you have to watch because now you don't know who's going to who's who. Gonna die of old age. <laughs> I want to find out who dies of old age. I got to get through all the seasons. Okay. Anything else? That mm. you, you brought us on the, san- on the sorry. tangent. So I, you know, we're, I thought I we were you. okay with tangents. We are. I was just kidding. Full circle. Well, that's right. Bring it full and circle. And we're back. We're back. Okay, so the other stars of the of the fo- of the food of the food. And now I'm hungry. Of the meatloaf uh, of the movie, meatloaf, are Callista Flockhart. Really? Mm-hmm. She's in this movie. Miss Alan. And I have a Beale little fun herself. fact about Miss Miss Callista Flockhart. Oh. Yeah, she was in she was in Alec McBeal, right? Uh, Hank Azaria. Okay. Yes. Classic. You know who that is? Yes. Love Hank Azaria. Uh, Diane Weist. Weist. Uh, she is. It's pronounced West. No, it's W I E S T. I'm just kidding. Weast? <laughs> I want to say Weast. Is it Weast? Is it Weast or West? Is it Weast? It's Weast, right? It's Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> Anyways, she is. I believe she's the mom in Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay. I know she's been in, in a bunch of other stuff, but I didn't deem her famous enough to put a. No, I just her. saw Edward Scissorhands <laughs> for the first time this year. Really? Yes. Damn, that's a good movie. I've never seen it before. No, I I love Edward Scissorhands, it, but it does not surprise me because, again, like we mentioned before, you're younger, so all these movies that we kind of like grew up with, or you know what I mean, like for us are classics. Like there are more and more people now who are getting into their, into their adult years who just weren't around. Yeah, you can't say that during that time. What? You can't say that. That's what I'm saying. No, like, no. 
you can't say that. You can't say like, oh, those movies that we watched growing up because you haven't seen I'm anything. I'm not talking about myself. <laughs> you I'm haven't seen. You didn't see Jaws. You didn't see any of the Rocky movies. No, this is why uh, we started I've the po- Mean Girls. Those that I've seen. This is why we started the podcast because me, I should have seen these movies and I haven't. But oh, okay. There are other gotcha. people like Ray who yes. are younger than I am okay. and are now adults okay, who have no never gotten like six months. No magritas. You shut up over there. Six months. What year were you born? 82. Oh, my God. Oh, you're only four years younger than See, we are. Told you. That's not that much. That's a lot. Not that much. In nerdum, that's a lot. In nerdum. <laughs> well, Although Ray does know a lot more than Jerry, so I guess that, that balances out. In we're gay good. years, that's a lot, too. <laughs> In gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 100 years. In gay years. Okay, so we also have Christian. Sorry, Christine. Christian. <laughs> Is it Christian or Christine? Christine Boransky. Now, okay. she's a little more difficult to pin down. Have you? Have either of you seen um, the one movie I can picture her in? Is um, Leonard's mom in Big Bang Theory? Is she? Mm-hmm. Which one? Christine uh, Blink Boransky. Boransky. She's I've never Ma- seen the show, so I don't oh, know. Oh, she's in Mamma Mia. Yes, she is one of the trio. She's in Chicago. I never seen that. Oh. Good movie. I was gonna say Dr. Seuss's. How the, screen, how the Grinch Stole Christmas. I remember her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She was like the fancy queen of the thingy, whatever. Of the Who's? Of the Who's. Of Whoville. Of Whoville. Wasn't she like the mayor's wife or something like that? No, I think they were like, she was the cr- she was the Grinch's, this is so dumb, the Grinch's crush. Oh, right, right, right. But I don't think her and the mayor ever got together. I think she was still single at the time. If I'm, I don't remember that damn movie. <laughs> anyway. The Life and Times of Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Next on TMZ, <laughs> who is the mayor of Whoville dating these days? <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> we also have Anne Cusack. Ah. Do you know who that is? Of the Incredible John Flying Cusacks. She, she is billed as TV woman in van, but she is the <laughs> sister of John and Joan Cusack. And there's actually two other brothers and sisters. In this movie? No, that oh. they're related. Oh, oh. <laughs> of the, I, was, I was like, oh, really? Of the Cusack clan. Oh, okay, ah. gotcha. Easy there, Ricky. Of the, I was trying to eat the mic. I'm hungry. Stop talking, <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, I need to eat. Oh. Okay, so yeah, so then, um, so she's in it. Um, although I do find, I recognize her face. Like, I've seen her in other stuff. Mm, okay. But I, again, I didn't deem her famous enough. We also finally have Sal Pacino. Related to Al Pacino? He is Al Pacino's father. Oh. Wow. He's his dad. His Faja. His Faja? His Faja. I'm sorry, his what? His Faja. You know, he's dead. Oh, you mean father. Father. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I have as far as the people that are that are in this movie. Sal Pacino. Sal Pacino, the dad. I bet you if we did like a fan movie or something like that, we could probably get Sal Pacino unless he's Mr. Dead. Sal Pacino has passed away. Has passed oh, away. I mean, Al Pacino's like 80, <laughs> so <laughs> I, would th- I would assume that his father's probably passed Look, away at this point. I don't want to assume anything about the older That's generation. That's true. You know, me- modern medicine. Keep Jerry, we alive. are the older generation. Remember that. Fuck. Four years younger. You're not wrong. <laughs> That's why I didn't say Ray. I said Jerry. Because... Ray is so much younger than us. <laughs> Four years. Gay years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's go into our fun facts. Uh, no no, uh, no spoilers for this one. I figured 
Birdcage. What are we spoiling? It's a it's bird 25 year old movie. Here's the twist. They're gay. <laughs> There's no bird. <laughs> There's no bird. Or gay. Damn it. Bom, bom, bom. I'm so disappointed there will be no bird in the bird cage. You no, it's because they are the cage. <gasps> but like, who's the bird? Like in Matrix, like the spoon. You are. The <laughs> Never seen Matrix. Easy, easy, easy. That is another one I've never seen. <laughs> Mr. Ray is going to be back on a different episode to watch <laughs> the Matrix. That is all. <laughs> I wasn't about to yell and scream and throw a tantrum. <laughs> Was are are you a big sci-fi person? Yes. That, I just never. I, that kind of really surprises me then because I that was never huge. Watched Ma- the Matrix when it came out, and it's one of those movies where you're like, "Oh, I'll watch it later. Oh, I'll watch yeah. it later." And then I never get got to it, and afterwards it's just like, oh, "I'll tell you I one thing. You forget. you only really need to watch part one. I know there's there's two sequels. There's two and three. You and don't need to watch two and soon. three and four. I mean, oh, I guess if right. you're gonna watch four, then you would have yeah. to watch two and three. I thoroughly enjoyed Reloaded, the second one. Not not many people share my opinion. Nope. But yeah, Ricky doesn't. I really enjoyed it, but for sure the first one is the best. Yeah. Um, the, what I know about the Matrix was from a skit from Sex in the City when they did the VMAs. <laughs> Do you okay. guys ever remember that? No. Nope. Sarah Jessica Parker was a host of the VMAs, and they did a skit with the four girls, and it was a Matrix type style like. Um, oh my skit. god! I feel like I need to watch this. I need to find. You have to pull it up. Yes, it's to, hilarious. We need to look okay. this up. We'll Where they talk we'll about the pill, the blue pill, the, the red pill. Oh. And then she's talking about how she comes out. Like you know how when he comes out of the after he takes a pill, it's all gooey. Yeah. And she's all like, like talking about how she came out all gooey, and then they're like, "Ew!" And it's like, "Oh, please!" Like you haven't woken up with goo all over you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're definitely gonna watch definitely this. Definitely have to look that one up. Okay, so the first wait, was I gonna say something? Fun facts? No, no, no. I got fun facts. Something part about the four. Matrix. Matrix. No, maybe not. Reloaded. Number four. Food. <laughs> meatloaf. Food. Meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf. That's gonna be our new battle cry from Andre. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Okay. Fun facts. Uh, so Mike Nichols, the director, requires that Nathan Lane and Robin Williams film at least one good take of each scene sticking to the script. Mm. And then after that, they could do whatever they want. They mm-hmm. could ad-lib. They could, what was it? What's, the, what's it called? Improvise. Improvise. And then they would take whatever. It's so nice having someone else who can insert. You know what, Jerry? <laughs> Shut your mouth. You don't know. <laughs> at least he doesn't leave me hanging. Yeah, well, I normally just let him like, like flounder. Anybody? For anybody? <laughs> jerk. And uh, I just sit and watch like uh, any day now. <laughs> It'll come to him. Three Anyways. hours later. <laughs> Four hours later. Robin Williams was actually cast as Albert, which is Nathan's lane character in the movie. And Steve Martin was cast as um, Armand. Interesting. So, you know, that would have been, I think that would have been an amazing movie because I love Steve Martin. Well, Steve, yeah, yes. Steve Martin. So, Jeez. but what happened was that due to a scheduling conflict, Steve Martin had actually dropped out. And so then Robin Williams was like, you know what? I don't want to play a flamboyant character in this movie. He's like, so he asked the director, hey, can I play Armand instead of Albert? And then the director said, okay, because it's Robin Williams. And he can do whatever the hell he wants. Oh, I mean, or yeah. he, you never wanted. know until you ask. Right? So 
Well, and that's and how we got Nathan Lane as Albert. As Albert. Yeah. I mean, at, at that point, Robin Williams probably just had so much cachet and pull that he could just make those kinds of requests and they're like, yeah, yeah, man, whatever sure. you want to do. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, on his 30th birthday, Mr. Hank Azaria actually was working on Heat until 6 a.m. Now, I don't remember him in Heat. I don't remember him in Heat either. Is that a show or a movie? It's, a movie? it's a movie. It's an Al Pacino and Robert De Niro movie. Val Kilmer was Oh, what? yes. Why is it that today I can I know their names, but a podcast ago, I couldn't remember anybody's name. <laughs> couldn't remember John Travolta. Anyways. I, I know, because I told, uh, I told uh, Jerry, you guys are talking about actors, and you're like, what's his name? It's the guy from this movie, and I'm like yelling at, the, <laughs> at my desk. Robert De Niro. Jerry was right. I told you. Jerry was right. There's probably someone out there screaming, yelling at their But computer. when it comes down to it, you're like, uh, wait, what's his name? It happens. That happens to me all the time. Anyway, so I, I need to watch Heat again because I don't remember Hank Azaria. I mm. love Hank Azaria. I'm, we, might, we might have to revisit that one because I, won't, I think we went to go see it in the theater. I think it so. was just that one time that I've seen it. I remember it being very good, but as far as details or Hank Azaria being in it, yeah, you're right. I don't remember yeah. that. So. Okay. Um, anyways, so he actually, he worked until 6 a.m. On, on Heat, and then he headed to this movie. While the director somehow found out that it was his birthday, and he found out that he had, that Hank Azaria had just worked an 18-hour shift for Heat, and he was like, go home. It's your birthday. <laughs> Relax. Aww, and so he didn't, he didn't make him work on his birthday. What a trooper, though. Right? Like, I mean, that's just, it goes to show you his work ethic. Yeah. You know? Like, at that point, it's like maybe not, maybe not fuck the whole schedule, but like, hey, for today, like, go home, yeah, sleep, <laughs> enjoy your birthday. <laughs> and Hank Azaria walked out, going, "I got as much pull around here as Robin Williams Hell does." Yeah. yeah, and then he was happy fired. birthday to me. And that man grew up to be just kidding. <laughs> Apu. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's he yes, he is. Yes. You're right, <laughs> or was? Oh, yes. No, he still is, isn't he? I thought no, he stopped doing they the stopped, voice. He stopped doing it. Really? He gave it up. Just yeah. a poo or just or like just a poo. I think just uh, a poo. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Especially in like today's climate. Yes. Yeah, well that's that's, that's why, why exactly that's why, why he stopped yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um this was actually the breakthrough role of American Broadway actor Nathan Lane. Oh, I didn't realize that. Really? I yeah. thought he was in movies before this. I, I would have assumed, yeah, yeah he, too. he had been in stuff that's what I thought. before that. Yeah. But this was his well, it wasn't his first, they just say his breakthrough. Breakthrough, so. right, right, right. And again, he's more of a Broadway star than he is a movie star. So, uh, okay, so this one's gonna be so, Callista Flockhart, and Dan Futter, Dan Futterman. I didn't mention him, but he is the Dan Futterman. Dan <laughs> Futterman. Dan Futterman. Uh, Dan Futterman actually is actually the is Callista Flockhart's fiance in this movie. Mm. Okay, so I believe Dan Futterman's parents are. Yes. Albert and uh, I forget the other guy's name. Armand. They're the gay yes. couple, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they're supposed to play these teenage kids that are going to get married. And they have to, the whole premise of the movie is that they have to meet, the parents have to meet. Mm -hmm. And so the gay parents are like freaking out because like the, the girl's parents are like Gene Hackman. He's a senator. So he's kind of like that. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I think I'm not sure if they say it in the movie, but I think he's like Republican, like straight laced, like the modern family then, conservative. Yeah. So that's the whole gist of the movie. Trump supporter. So <laughs> <laughs> I 
So Calista Flockhart uh, was actually a 30-year-old playing a, a 19-year-old. Not a political podcast. Remember, Ricky, not a political podcast. Well, when you keep saying shit like that, it kind of makes me wonder. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Calista Flockhart was a 30-year-old playing a 19-year-old. <laughs> and Dan Futterman was a 27-year-old playing a 20-year-old in this movie. Jeez. So it just goes to show that Hollywood is ageist. Well, it's ageist, and it's the whole Grease thing again. Like, the, the, the Grease is famous for having a bunch of actors like in, in their forties. Yes. They look like thirty in high school. Yeah, and it's supposed it could, to be. High it, it's too. possible. Is it though? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a thirty-year-old out there in high school. Hey, look, oh, I, gotta, I have to give it up to Marvel. They finally got it right with Tom Holland, yes. who actually was like at least two to three years like apart from the actual age that he's playing in the movie. Right. He's supposed right. to be like 16, 17, but he's only, he was like 20 or 21 at the time when he was filming those movies. So he just has that baby face. Yeah, that's too. true. So young. Looking. Best Spider-Man. Did you, did you ever see what you want to fight? Best Spider-Man. You want to fight? Oh, who's your favorite? I'm Spider-Man just kidding. It's Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is going to be I interesting. Like, I'm just kidding guys. <laughs> No, we although won't. although before Tom Holland, it was for me it was Tobey Maguire. I didn't like Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. What? I thought he was um, great. I mean, I'm not saying he was horrible, but I I think that Tobey Maguire played a better Spider Man. Unfortunately me. for me, Spider Man Three did a lot to diminish yes. Tobey yeah, Maguire. Yeah, with the whole that dancing. Oof. The- Oof! You can't you can't stay alive dancing. montage. That was, look, that was essential to the story. Was it? Yeah, it brought was a it? lot. It brought that hair, substance, that dancing, emo Peter Parker. <laughs> I was like, that's horrible. <laughs> that's Sony's fault. Sony, give it up. Let revert it back to Marvel. Let's come on. Stop playing games. <laughs> if any Sony producers out there listening, <laughs> please take our. Word. I'm just same as Robin Williams. I have pull so much in, pull in Hollywood. So get rid of that. Okay, so then finally, the screenplay is based on the well-known uh, French. Farce. I I I think it's la cage au foyer, la cage, wow. la cage. I think you just cagaste it right there <laughs> on that one, bro. I don't. I, I, sorry, I don't know French. Jerry, our French expert. La cage au foyer. Cage. Okay, la cage au foyer. So I didn't know what the hell a farce was. I always known it as a like farce? A, a farce. <laughs> farce. <laughs> a farce. <laughs> this has gotten to be a very dirty nine fart. <laughs> Talking about not farts, not farts. But I didn't know what a farce was. Like in this context, I was like, for me, a farce is like something bad, like or no, like uh, something fake. Mm -hmm. Like this is fake. That's a farce. But I looked it up, and actually, a farce can mean it actually means it's a comic, a comic dramatic work using buffoonery or horseplay, and typically including crude characterizations and ludicrously. In probable situations, I did not think I was going to get that ludicrous. I did the second time. I did the first time. <laughs> That's all that matters. So a dark comedy, essentially. Um, Isn't it? No, it's. Well, I don't think. I think more like a. I would say akin to. Um, what are those three guys with the woo 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 woo? The three stooges. Three stooges. Now, see, when you read that definition Buffoonery. to me, huh? Buffoonery. What what popped into my head when you read that definition was, was is something like airplane, where it's supposed to it's a parody of the old seventies disaster movies mm-hmm. like Towering Inferno, et cetera, and the actors in it are kind of playing it straight, right? Leslie Nielsen he was known as a dramatic actor before he did Airplane. Really? Yeah, 
Yeah, a, a very like well-known dramatic actor. Well, but that's he, why, he, huh? Even in those movies, he plays it. That's what I'm. That's what I was about to say. He plays it like a, a that's normal why actor. it works so well because yeah, he he comes in with his serious face and serious tone of voice, and we're all counting on you and all that stuff, and, and just hilarious because the situation around him, and on top of that, all the visual gags that they do and stuff yes. like that makes it absurd, and that's what makes it really funny. I gotta say that was the best impression of. <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh Leslie my Nielsen? God, Leslie! I was gonna say Willie Nelson. Stop filling in the blanks <laughs> for him, Nielsen. Ray. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Sorry, I just thought I'd mention that. Was that good? It was the best. Like the, I never heard was it anyone. Like he was in the room. Yeah, do it yes. again. Huh? Do it again. Let me close my eyes. Do it again. All right. Shit, what's the line? <laughs> <laughs> line. No, hold on. Uh, I just wanted you all to know we're counting on you. Oh my God, is he here? <laughs> It's special guest reincarnated. Special, special guest, appearance. folks, confirmed. <laughs> this is the only podcast he's ever done. Thank you very much. But I mean, you know, going back to that definition, is, doesn't it sound more like something like? like yeah, but thing? doesn't it also sound like something that the Three Stooges would do, like the buffoonery, the horseplay? The buffoonery, yes, but they're not necessarily known for you know serious subjects taken to an absurd level. They're just dumb and you know just slapstick. I love the Three Stooges, but I wouldn't consider them a farce. I'm going to say something controversial right now. You hate the Three Stooges. I hate the Three Stooges. No, it's not Same. controversial. Right? It's yeah. not controversial. I never got into it. Never yeah, got into at, it. at this point... It, they're, they're Jerry, like, it's controversial. At this point, there are probably equal numbers of people who hate them and love them. So, I happen to think they're, they're pretty funny, but I mean, I watched them as a kid, so... I mean, in here, they don't care for the Three Stooges that way, though. I'm right. outnumbered. Yeah. You're right. So... Suck it, reindeer games. I'll have to, <laughs> I'll, have to ask, <laughs> I'll have to ask Teresa what she thinks of the Three Stooges moving. Maybe she's on my side. We'll ask her right now when we eat. All right. Yeah. Okay, and that's all Meat I loaf. have as far as fun facts. And there won't be any spoiler trivia because, again, it's the birdcage. Nothing what to are spoil. we spoiling? Okay. I kind of already gave you the premise, essentially, what the movie is. So. Well, what kind of bird is it? <laughs> it is a cockatoo. Oh, <laughs> Maybe a cock of three. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm here all week. Thank you. Tip your waitresses. Honestly, dude, take a bow. That was good. <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, so we're going to go ahead and watch the movie. Actually, we're going to eat and then watch the movie. They don't need and to And then know we'll be that, back. <laughs> Meatloaf. What? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. I hope that if one day we do like hit it and we get famous that that's going to be like our we're going to have shirts <laughs> say me, no. and at the bottom no not the singer listen to the podcast you'll get it then <laughs> we'll be we'll be like doing a, a panel at uh, Comic Con or something and people will be holding up signs going me low yeah and then me will show up and be like you have to stop using my trademark like, <laughs> like, we will not this sir this is a cease and desist order <laughs> I love you but I won't do that Oh, get it? look at Ricky. It's two to row. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so, so we'll be back right now. And we are back. So, from two gentlemen that had never seen the movie before, what did you guys think? Well, wait, Ray, you had never seen this? I've, I've never seen it. Oh, I see. I was under the impression that you had. No, surprise. I had never seen it. That I is really enjoyed it. It was good, huh? Yes. It was it was hilarious. Um, I got some strong, like old sitcom threes company type of vibes where, you know, the you know, the like 
uh, John Ritter's character, Jack, he was supposed to be like the only way they could get away with him living with two girls in one apartment is to say that he was gay. Right. So like a lot of the episodes in Three's Company had to do with him trying to like pretend that he was gay so that he could get away with it. Right. So hilarity ensues from all that. So this is very much like that, but just to a. Uh, the 100th millionth degree, basically, right? God, I hadn't thought about Three's Company in forever. But but do you remember what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the whole shtick was that they couldn't they couldn't let him, Mr. Furley, Mr. Furley, out. right? Or even yeah. or then later, Mr. Roper, yeah. would have had a problem with him living there with two girls if he thought you know if he if he knew that he was actually straight. Wasn't he always like eavesdropping and it always had like a like the double entendre? Yeah, exactly. Like you would hear something, was there was a misunderstanding, dirty. it was always dirty, innuendos, yes. etc. So yeah, so this this definitely gave me vibes of that, but just just to a grander scale, you know what I mean? And and just over the top as as jumble size. As a farce would be, right? Like yeah. like yes. what Ricky was saying farce was that, earlier. That that meaning uh, has a whole new meaning. <laughs> I mean, it just, but it makes sense now what, you know what I mean, what, what they were going for here. Um, but yeah, dude, it was just, it's hilarious. It's a great I really movie. enjoyed it. I've yeah. never seen it before, and I, I've seen pieces of it, but I've never seen the whole movie from beginning to end. And I thought it was hilarious. And it's not going to be one of those movies that's like, oh, this is my favorite this is not my top in my top 10 yeah. comedy movies or anything but it's a it's a damn good movie well if you ask angel this is what did she say this was in her top i think she said top three comedies of all time she loves wow this movie. that's saying a lot that's what i'm saying yeah she told me she told me because of course we got on the subject of you've never seen the birdcage and their heads you know exploded but i'm like yeah that's the whole point of the podcast anyway but she was going on and on about how, like, oh, my God, it's so hilarious. And when I quote this and that, when I make a reference to it, you don't get it because you've never seen it. You know, like, just going on and on about it. And she's like, no, seriously, The Birdcage is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, greatest comedies of all time. And, you know, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, I, and I told her exactly that, what you guys just said. I'm like, that's saying a lot. She's like, oh, no, Birdcage, I love that movie. Well, with some of these movies, sometimes what happens is you watch it when you're at a certain age. Mm-hmm. And then you really enjoy it, and then you have someone else watch it that's uh, past that age when you first saw it, and they're like, eh, it's okay. Right. It, it right. doesn't give you the same feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even rewatching it as an adult. Yeah. You watch it, and you're like, wait, why did I think this was so funny? And then face you off. sort of lose it. Exactly. Face face off. Off. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> it's, it's the greatest exactly like us action movie, off. sci-fi action movie <laughs> before 8 o'clock on the west coast of all time what the hell are you talking that's how many caveats you need for it to be number one (laughs) that's how many qualifiers you need it's never gonna be number one right but yeah no part two's coming huh part two it's good instead of two faces it's gonna be four faces four faces or body off four body body off face off the body (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's just such great performances all around. Um, Rick, you, I think, I don't know if you said this on the, on the intro part of the recording, but when Robin Williams was on the sc- I, I think it was when the movie had already started and Robin Williams was on the screen, you were just like, don't you miss him? And I was like, yeah, because he's, he's just so great. He's so great. And he's really kind of understated in this movie. He's not yes. full he's, on he's Robin full, Williams. Yes. You know what I mean? Like what we know of him from other movies where right. he's just so completely over the top. He could have been... Easily. That's exactly what I was going to say, is that Albert. he could have been Albert. He Easily. totally could have played that character. Mm-hmm. But I think for him, I think the challenge was, can I be gay 
but not that gay. And no right. disrespect. Just saying, like, <laughs> but because right. Robin Williams Over can be top. that flamboyant, just right. that out there, and right. for him to like still play a gay man, but then kind of, kind of reel it in a little Rain bit. It, in, it, yeah. it just it, it goes to to show like what kind of an actor that he, he actually was. And I mean, honestly, some of the best scenes for me were the let's try to butch it up scenes, you know. And he's like walking around talking like John Wayne and stuff. <laughs> it's just come on, just comedy. But yeah, Nathan Lane was great. Um, Hank Azaria was great. So, like, okay. Well, should we? Should, do we have anything to go on before we before we no, start talking no, about no, it? Okay. no spoiler stuff? No. So, we so I wanted to well, kind of I mean, get your opinion on this, Ray, because this has become a thing more. I think um, in later years, um, uh, with current movies and, and TV shows and stuff like this, what would what is your opinion on like the importance of having people who are actually a thing right to be to to play a character who is that thing so for example how important is it to you to have a gay person actually play a gay character or having straight people playing that gay character because obviously you can see how the controversy results from having people of other races yes right play someone who is not of their race but what how what, what's your opinion on like oh a, a gay person should play a gay character basically that whole stance i I get their point because a lot of the times like those roles are given to straight actors and there's not an opportunity for a gay actor. But at the same time, then if you're doing that, then you're limiting a gay uh, actor to only playing gay roles. True. Um, no, that's the other. So that's the flip side. I so haven't thought of. Yeah. So then they're so if someone's telling me that, then they're telling me, well, you know, because they're gay, they can't play a straight role. And if you, I, the first thing I think of right now is uh, Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. in um, How I Met Your, Your Mother. Or any so, other role he had before he was yeah, out, basically, exactly. yeah. So I see the argument and I understand it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't think you have to be gay to play a gay role. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Halston. Um, with Ewan McGregor on Netflix. Which one? No, Halston. not yet. It's a new Mm-mm. show, no? Yeah. He does an amazing job. And he was asked about that, and he said, I don't I don't see the character as gay. I just see the character for their nuances. And, oh, okay. like, what they, what they brought to, like, the world and just wanted to play that role, not because they were gay or not. That's very so interesting. So, I... Like I said, I understand their point but at the same time if you're doing that then you're also limiting a gay actor to just play gay roles and mm-hmm. i don't think they should be limited to that either that's that's very interesting yeah i hadn't thought of that flip side of it yeah but you're right oh that's very interesting i just wanted to get your take on that yeah. hot takes by jerry <laughs> <laughs> so i actually forgot to tell you that while we while we watch the sh- uh, movies uh jerry or the person who hasn't seen the movie likes to take notes and I completely forgot to tell you at the beginning of the show. So Jerry what probably has notes? notes. That's probably why he has his little laptop set up. I do. But what if you have notes? I wanna hear his notes. Well I know, but I'm wondering I'm wondering if while he's doing his, if anything comes to mind, like if you remember something that maybe he didn't pick out or he didn't mention, if you wanna just jump in, we can All do right. that. Does it sound good? All right. Um actually I don't have very many notes. A lot of times I'll fill up a page with stuff 
as I'm watching the movie. But this this was pretty engrossing, so I don't I really don't have very much. Um, and really, they're not like like anything critical or really deep. It's just little stupid little things that I pick out that I think are funny. For instance, I I need me some Perrin tablets. That <laughs> shit to me was hilarious. And then, then, then when when uh, um, uh, what's his name? They call him Spartacus. What's his actual? Uh, Agador. Ag- Agador. Agador. When he's like, Agador, <laughs> Agador explains to him, he's like, well, why are you giving him drugs now? It's just aspirin. I just scratch <laughs> off the A and the S. <laughs> and he's so convinced that they're, you know, that they're drugs that are helping him. That was hilarious. Um, yeah, the senator and his wife, I wrote down, they couldn't be more waspy if they were yellow and black and had stingers. I mean, seriously, do you know what a, do you know what a wasp is, Ricky? I, I do not. I, knew what, I know what a wasp is. Oh, I don't know what a wasp is. <laughs> it's an old acronym <laughs> it's an old acronym it stands for white anglo-saxon protestant ah i never actually heard really? that before never, no, never. you've never heard that yeah. no. it's it's used a lot in like news articles and the media to um oh i don't read <laughs> i don't watch the news because i'm a kid i don't read <laughs> But yeah, it's used a lot in like the media and stuff to kind of describe your typical, like your average American person, right? Like the average, average white. Average conservative. Yeah, and, and conservative on top of that, right? Well, it's so. like the people that came to America, like the... Right, like the pilgrims. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Or the descendants of pilgrims. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 they call them wasps. And so that, I, I was kind of making a joke about how wasps are yellow and black and have stingers. Anyway. I got it. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. So, ha. Dude, ha. I once, ha. and, and <laughs> listener, out, listener Doug, our friend Doug out there, he will attest to this. I made a great joke one time because there was someone um, by the name of Moyle who was, li- Ricky read him as part of the credits of a movie. And I said, oh, so-and-so Moyle, does he work for tips? And the joke went completely over Ricky's head. Now, I can see it's going over your head, too, but... Dougie, right? am I right? I'm like, Dougie. You can't later see, told but <laughs> hands going way over my head. <laughs> Dougie later told me that he laughed so hard at that because he got it. A moil is a person from the Jewish faith. Some he's um, uh, like uh, a religious leader. He's part mm-hmm. of the of the, one of the Jewish leaders in, in the faith who perform um, oh brises the oh, bris okay, yes. Which is when they circumcise babies. Yes. So they work for tips. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And then Ricky, his response was, because I'm like, it's a Jewish thing. And he's like, do I look Jewish? <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't have to look. You don't have to be Jewish to get the joke, right? You just have to know a little bit. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> point is, a lot of my jokes are wasted on this guy over here is what I'm trying to say. Jokes? Is that what <laughs> we're calling him now? Like I said, Dougie laughed his ass off. Joke. Shut your mouth. Anyway, uh, despite the gay stereotypes and the Latino stereotypes, Agador was not only hilarious, but hot. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Hank Azaria was looking real yes. good in this movie. Especially in that little bikini that he was wearing. I mean, he had the perfect butt. He had he had what I call yes, the business. that was a nice butt. He had nalgas. He had nalgas. As opposed to my nungas. Nangas, right, or nungas, <laughs> excuse me. What's a nangas for anybody that doesn't know? A nangas is none nalgas. So no butt. No butt. 
Because there's the metidas hasta adentro, hasta adentro. Looks like a frog. And for those of you up. that know, you know. You know. <laughs> um, but despite all that, seriously, what a modelness. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. That was a bit much. <laughs> but that was still pretty hilarious. Um, so, yeah, uh, I made a note about Inside Edition because that was one of the that was one of the shows, right, that the reporter was like reporting from. Um, did you either of you ever watch that like, was any like of those yeah. tabloids? Shit, that was a shit show to watch when you were young. That was like everyone was on, like anyone that was anyone would watch Inside Edition. Well, and and the way I remember it being when I was a kid, I was it was like those those are the news shows that are that are reporting the news that I care about, about scandals, about yes. celebrities, about movies coming out, about whatever. But, all the other stuff about politics, you know, I was a, as a teenager, I don't care about politics. You know what I mean? I just want to know who's sleeping with who, who cheated on what. You know what I mean? Like who's getting divorced, who's getting married, who's hooking up, all that stuff. That was what I was into. So Inside Edition, uh, Entertainment Tonight, all of those. Oh, that was, that that was, was my jam right there, too. That was my shit. Exactly. But um, wasn't, didn't Inside Edition start off as like a reputable? Like, I think so. Yeah, and it I kinda, don't remember. It kind of started getting into like. Oh, yeah. the scandals and like like you talk about like all, like all the shit that you wanted to hear. It about was as more a kid. 2020 as opposed to Entertainment Tonight. Or, what right? Am yeah, I yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's you're you're absolutely right. Um, okay. Rhetorical question, but why did I have such a problem with the way the senator's wife was saying white wedding? You know, a white wedding it would be perfect for us. It would be so good for you know this white wedding. I'm like, why are you stressing the white so much, white lady? Damn. It was it was pretty ridiculous. Wasp. It's so waspy, <laughs> so <laughs> fucking waspy. Um, Celsius, really, of all the names, <laughs> Celsius for that dude with the gum. Come on. Um, oh my God, Albert's practically abreast. I think that was my favorite line of the entire movie. <laughs> that was so great. Um, and I'm just I. Just the, the, oh my God, the, the Gene Hackman and his wife, and you know, the lady that played his wife, their characters were so caricaturish that I'm like, even being Jewish would have been a problem for this guy. Can't be Goldman. It has to be Coleman. I'm like, God, it, it was, I get that it's so, you know, ridiculous and over the top, but goddamn. Remember, um, Jerry, remember, it's a farce. It is a farce. farce. You're right. It is a farce. And <laughs> when he's talking about chickens are their only real currency. <laughs> I'm like, the idea these people have about third world countries. Oh, my God. Again, just it speaks to the over the top nature of this entire movie. But oh, so good. But yeah, I mean, overall, I loved it. But it is, it's so clearly to me a product of its time. That's what I was thinking, too. It, it's a product of its time yes. in that they're trying to make the gay lifestyle and homosexuals more palatable, right? Yes. To the general public. I think it had, I see this, I equate this movie a lot with inside, no, in and out, excuse me, the movie yeah. in and out with mm -hmm. Ke uh, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. Yes. Kevin Klein. Love that movie. But you can see how they're trying to like, no, 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 it's, it's okay to be gay because look, it's funny, you know, and we're going to make a comedy out of it. You know what I mean? Where, and, and the whole premise of that movie is that, you know, he's, he's supposed to be straight, he comes to this self-realization that he's gay towards the end of the movie, but it's this whole comedy of errors and, you know, trying to yes. hide it versus do, am I, do I try to be myself or, you know, all this stuff. Um, but it's, it's just, 
it makes me kind of like, I love it for what it is, this movie, right? But it makes me at the same time kind of sad because I'm like, yeah, this is how it used to be. And to, and yes. to a large degree, still is, right? It's gotten better, right, as far as acceptance and inclusivity, but we've still got a long way to go. And I think this movie is not that old in the grand scheme of yeah. things. And, the, and to think that there are so many people still out there who think the way the senator, the characters of the senator and his wife think, you know, it's just, it makes me like, oh, why, why can't, why does it have to be that way, you know? Well, I was thinking about that too. And if you think about it, because yes, it plays to stereotypes, but once again, that's a product of the 90s. But if you think about it, there's a lot of people that I know or I've known in the past that are a lot, like, very flamboyant. Mm -hmm. And I saw a post on Instagram saying, like, those are the people that you could, you could never hide who you were as a kid, and you always got bullied for it. Right. So from, from someone that is more stereotypical gay, if you uh, if if you can call it that, mm -hmm. to someone that's not as flamboyant, everybody that was flamboyant is the one that actually kind of paved the way because they're the ones that, like I said, they couldn't hide who they were and how they acted. And so... And more importantly, they didn't want to. They didn't want to, right? yes. And so, and they're the ones that, you know, it's like, hey, look at me, this is who I am. Deal with it. Yeah. And so it, go it gives... People courage is like, well, if they can do it, then I can do it too. Right, right. So, although, yes, they're playing into stereotypes, but it kind of also, like... It helped. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it kind of got, got it out there. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I love the fact that, like, you know, when at, at, at the beginning of the movie, it's their, their entire, like... Um, you know, family set up and the household was so normalized that it wasn't until this outside force yes. was coming in is, is that, you know, and, and I felt, I felt like the son, the character playing the son, like his, his character, obviously not the actor, but like the character was like, you're, you're kind of being a dick. Yes. You know what I mean? Like why force your parents to hide who they are again, product of a time, right? Like I, I'm sure it was just, the 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 writers of the movie or whatever were probably thinking like what would the average American who has gay parents do in this situation, right? They would probably try to hide it and try to pretend, which like, again in hindsight is sad, but that's how but that's how it was. That's how it was, and, pr and was probably how someone sense. would have yes. reacted to it. But still, like, um, but I I loved everything leading up to like when they when he started like no we got to change things. We got to hide this. We got to hide that. You, you got to dress a different way. You have to act a different way. And it's like, God damn and it. Why? I played it for comedic uh, effect, but I mean, it was funny. It was one very my, funny. One of my favorite scenes was when, um, what's Nathan Lane's character? Um, Albert? Albert. Albert is like trying to like act butch and walk <laughs> butch and <laughs> imitating John Wayne. <laughs> That was hilarious. And he says, howdy, ma'am, <laughs> with the little switch. That was hilarious. But I, I like what you said. Like, they didn't know that there was anything wrong with the way they were living. Right. Until someone came in and told them, like, that's, that's not right. Right. But at the same time, you could almost see with the character of Armand, the way I saw him react to his son was at first like, fuck no. Yes. Fuck him. I don't yes. want to pretend to be someone I'm not. 
But at the same time, he went along with it because he loved his son, right? And I, I saw in his character a thing of like, okay, I got to do this again. Mm-hmm. Like something that he's probably had to do in the past, which is hide his true self, right? Keep it down, keep it away so that other people wouldn't be offended. And hide who he's with. Hide who, who he's with, who he really is, all that stuff. And it was, it made me feel so much sympathy and empathy for him because I'm like, you, God damn it. Like you've gotten, like he said, it's taken me 20 years to be who I am yes. now. What happened before that? You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to know his backstory. What happened in the 20 years leading up to where he was when this movie started? The birdcage, the early years. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> Like some sort of prequel where, where we follow like the bird say, nest, the, bird, the bird's nest. Exactly. The bird's nest. The bird's <laughs> nest. You, you make a prequel to this movie and you split up the movie with like half of it or, you know, and switch off or whatever the story. But half of it being about Albert, half of it being They're about Armand. Armand and how they came up. And you know what I mean? Like their lives before the events of this movie. I think that'd be fucking fascinating. You hear that, Hollywood? See, we're <laughs> called Jerry and, and Ricky. We got Original ideas. ideas. We Give got me the em. number to the mayor of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the boss of show business, um, but it's like I I throughout through all the farce and the and the comedy and the slapstick and all that the goofiness, you know there's there's a real story here you yes. know what I mean and it's 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 nice to see that you know but it's at the same time I'm like fucking fucking <laughs> fucking conservatives <laughs> man they always ruin everything. <laughs> But that's that's the point of the movie is that's that's why we have the movie because right. that's there are people like that and unfortunately in those times and like you said even now there are people that need to hide or they don't they don't want people to find out who they their feel parents like they are. have to hide yeah. yeah they don't think it's they, it's it's that open yet right mm-hmm. right so. oh but it, it, overall I loved it I loved it yeah it's, it's it's to me it was uh it was it was very layered but of just a great funny movie all around for sure yeah agree totally agree i loved it i've always loved this movie yeah how many that times have you seen it? it this is my fifth time fifth time sixth time something like that nice that's, i watch it that's good that's nice. good unlike some people <laughs> <laughs> this is one that i would i would buy and just have it on hand to watch whenever I need it's like a, a get my spirits lifted. Oh yeah, I would watch it again. I would watch it like if if it comes out on TV wherever mm-hmm. it's at. I would, <laughs> I would start watching it. Nathan Lane, man, that he, everyone was just so talented in this movie. But Nathan Lane, really, he stole the show. He, he I mean, honestly, he stole the show. He when stole he the debuts show. as mother, as what was he calling himself, uh, Martha or something? I forget his 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 mother's name. But like, but oh my god, when he just makes his appearance, I'm just like. What the fuck? <laughs> He's wearing that wig, and then, and then wig Agador, <laughs> it's all slipping around. That's hilarious. But when Agador comes in, he's like, he just starts cracking up at his costume. I gotta admit, there is one thing about I love about oh. Nathan Lane, and it's the fact that he his scream. Like whenever I hear a man scream like that, <laughs> Stanley Tucci is another one. Have you ever seen a movie where Stanley Tucci screams? He has that really high pitched scream. I don't know if I ever have, but I, I don't know why. But that always makes me laugh. Yeah, I yeah. always. I don't know why. It's just, it's a, it's comedy gold for me. No, and Nathan Lane has it down. Yeah, he has he has honed that scream. <laughs> <laughs> his sobbing, his screaming is just fucking fantastic. It was great. It was great. It was great. 
Is there anything else? Is that all you got? That's all I got. That's, those were all my notes. I was seriously, I was like seriously engrossed in the movie. I was, I would just sit back and just watch it. I'm like, oh, I should probably write some stuff down. But really, like, there really wasn't much to make note of other than that it's just hilarious. And the few notes that I did is just stuff that stuck out to me. But like overall, there's not, there's really not anything to nitpick about this movie. There's really not, you know, like because yeah. sometimes we'll, we'll, although, and one of you mentioned it. When when the when the there were the the two TV guys were watching the news footage and they zoomed in on the guy oh. the chauffeur and the guy who was paying him oh, the God. National Enquirer and they had like a crystal clear image and perfect audio of the guys. Oh, so where are they going? Oh, South Beach. Oh, oh hey guys, they're going to South Beach. You hear that? Yeah, we heard it. We heard it. Yeah, that's exactly that's how, how surveillance works. No, but it, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that they the camera was like still like you know. Where, where they had it, where From it was a framed, distance, right? And you couldn't hear. You could hear the, the announcer perfectly, and then you the could reporter. hear the, the two guys in the back talking <laughs> louder than the reporter. <laughs> that is because you zoom in. You zoom when in. You zoom in, and then you, you can, can hear, hear what they cut out everything. Yes. Oh. The image enlarges and the sound enlarges. I didn't realize that's how Zoom worked. Zoom. That's how it works. Zoom video and, not, and audio. Not the, not the Zoom meeting thing, but Zoom. Yeah, we got to be careful with Zoom these days because Zoom now means it's a completely different <laughs> yeah. thing. We want to get sued. <laughs> or do we? Oh, might be good press. Free publicity. There you go. Right. Any thoughts? Any other thoughts that you may have picked up? Anything you want to mention? No. I Like I said, I enjoyed it. I recommend watching it. Well, there you go. I think Recommended I by Ray. Yes. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Three Ten. if I had another hand. <laughs> four if you had four. No, that just looked weird. What do you mean? They're coming out of the side here? <laughs> you could do your tie and zip up your pants at the same time. I've always wanted to do that, though. Tie my tie and zip up my pants. See, at the same if time. you had four hands, you could do it. Four it it would go. cut down on dressing time. There you go. See? <laughs> yeah. You guys don't get it. <laughs> this, is, this is fun. Keep going. <laughs> what if you had five arms? <laughs> One coming out the back. Then you could comb your hair. Uh, here comes that old Ricky Five Arms again with his five <laughs> arms. How many arms does he have? I think it's five, guys. That's pretty weird. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I got nothing because I had already seen it. And so Yeah, as the kids say, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. Two thumbs up, three mm-hmm. thumbs up, whatever it is. Yeah, I usually, I don't know, I have a, a, I have a perfensity, perfensity, per, what is it? Jerry, help me. Persephone. I have a Persephone. It's not Persephone. (laughs) Anyways, I have a talent. (laughs) Propensity, I think, is what you're looking for. For picking out things things that are wrong or if you see something that's not right. Goofs and gaps. Yeah, someone will have a cup here and the next scene the cup is gone. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything in this movie. I don't know if I... I don't think I was noticing anything. I was just so into the movie. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was, too. Even though I'd seen it before, Uh I was so into it. It Because I'm really good at picking out little things like... Oh, their hair goes from behind their ear to the front of the ear to behind the ear to behind the front of the ear. <laughs> I think Teresa I, gets mad at me. She's like, just watch the movie. Right. I go, but look, if you notice in this scene. <laughs> but I wasn't watching it in where I was analyzing all the details. I was watching the, the movie enjoy, itself yeah. and enjoying it. Agreed. That's good. That's something that has something to say about the movie and the people that made it that like, hey, I can make a movie and then you won't worry about like being nitpicky you're just gonna watch it just to be entertained Mm -hmm. are you not entertained (laughs) (laughs) okay well i have nothing else uh plugs 
Well, you said you had one, so please start but us usually off. You start off. Well, let our guest. All right, our guest. Do guest. you have anything today? Do you have any plugs? Anything that I'm announcing, or no, just stuff that you want to like. Hey, I like Wendy's, or hey, bye. You know what I just discovered? Oh, Jollibee. Yeah. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Yes. Okay. And that ends our show today. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> you know, we'll I see had, you next week. I'm I sorry. had it. I had it for the first time. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just going to say, that's pretty good. If you knew the history of Jollibee in this house, you would know why I'm laughing so hard. Oh, I, that's I, great. I, I, gotta say, I had that sandwich. Okay, well, pretty good go. sandwich. Pretty so, good fries. Go to Jollibee. Pretty good. Uh, what is that? That pie? The mango <laughs> pot. What, audience? What was that? My wife likes Jollibee. <laughs> and that's why we get along. Oh, my God. So I hope you've enjoyed Ray's one and only appearance. One on and only. Against Pop Culture I don't even podcast. think that's. I think I'm going to edit out everything that Ray says in this episode. It's just going to be me and Jerry talking to each other. Oh Except for the God. Jollibee part. Oh, man. that's oh, You got me good with that one. Ray. All right. There you go. Uh, www.wakatala.com <laughs> and get all your Jollibee needs. Oh, that was so good. Jerry? So good. I forgot what my plug was. <laughs> Dirty Nellies. Well, yeah, that's my go-to. But Okay, but we were talking about something. What were we talking about that I was like, that makes for a good plug? Oh. Yes. Damn it. That thing that we talked about what during the your, show you do your, that we've been recording for the past hour and a half. I know, but I can't food? remember. What was show? yours? Was it food? Mine was Jollibee. <laughs> he just said what his was. How do you forget? No, I, I remembered that. What are you, Dory? No, no, no. <laughs> I remember that. That's what. That's why you made me laugh. No, but you do yours. Maybe I'll think of it. Ooh, okay. So my plug is for a website called Buzz Sprouts. Buzz Sprout. Buzz Sprout. Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> Buzz Sprout. And essentially, it's a it's a website that hosts podcasts oh and i just recently moved our podcast. not having moved it yet we still i still we still have the old domain so you can still go to www.cramsagainstpopculture.com for your ricky jerry and now ray needs <laughs> and then there he goes again waving and then now he's being woven back <laughs> woven waving waved waved back woven 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 not woven weaven it's weaven weaved she weaved back <laughs> But uh, so one of our other, I guess, listeners, maybe just friend of the podcast, uh, Corey. Yes. Said that we should move it to we should move our podcast to Spotify or make it available, make it available on Spotify. She she was actually the second person that week to mention Spotify to me. The other being Linda. And I was like, how do you do that? And she said, crickets, crickets. (laughs) And I was like, "Okay." So then finally she got back to me. She's like, just Google it. No, Corey's great for the first like uh, comment or a response. The first one, any second or third responses, you're gonna have to wait. Yeah, I had to wait like a week, and then she finally said, "Google it," and I was like, "Okay." So I, I did, and it's, so you waited a week for. So I wait. I was like, "Wait a week." I'm like, "Okay, forget it." So I just Google it, and then Ricky becomes very dependent on people's responses. Well, if you're gonna say like, switch it to Spotify, okay? How do I do that? Google. I don't know. Google it. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so anyways, I Googled it and 
uh, I found like it was like, oh, you have to have one of these hosting services. And I was like, I picked that one. So I picked Buzzsprout. <laughs> Buzzsprout.com. <laughs> and they, they make it really he picked easy. the easiest one to say. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> has can't stop saying Buzzsprout. Vegetables. No, no, no okay. vegetables at all. Just or bees. Or wasps. Or wops. Or wops. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not wops. But anyway, so I picked I picked Buzzsprout, and they've been really easy to, to to use, really easy to upload. So I haven't switched over. Like I said, I haven't closed the Blogger page just yet. But if you want to, uh, go to www.buzzsprout.com backslash Crimes Against Pop Culture, mm. and you will find us. The first uh, few episodes of the beginning of our podcast are up. I haven't posted any of the, the new stuff yet, so that's not on there. Okay. But I think uh, it's Dark World, True Lies, one of the Rockies, and something else. I'm guessing the first one. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably. So, yeah. So, hopefully soon. Oh, and I, I created a logo. I saw that. Did you, did you like it? Did you I like the logo? I loved it. Ray, have you seen the logo? Yes. <laughs> why, why were you being so... I think Ray is lying. <laughs> No, I haven't You're seen it. such a mentiroso. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No, but but it's, I will. It's a <laughs> eventually. I promise. I'll take a look I tonight. I will look. I think he's pulling it up for you. But I think what I was going to say about the logo is that it's 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 nice on its own, but oh, nice. it still has room for like like maybe a graphic like right in the middle there. What do you, Ooh, you know what I think? No, I think it looks great as it is. I'm just saying like it when could, I see that I think of a taco. Yes, a taco. Yes. Well, I was kind of mm. hungry when I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the podcast and food for whatever reason. I mean, oh, maybe I put like a little meatloaf in the middle. <laughs> there you go. We just we make it our our Patronus our or something. Well, I, like I said on the uh, on Instagram, I did say that it was just a work in progress, so I wasn't sure if this was the final or not. So, what is that red thing at the top there? It is a play button. Oh, that serves that the YouTube one that serves no purpose. <laughs> it's it is just there. Decorative. Yes. I forgot to take it out. Strictly decorative <laughs> purposes. That's awesome. I mean, you know, at least it's not a statue with a huge cock like in the movie, you know, just hanging out there. <laughs> you guys don't have those in your house? I mean, I do. Maybe I, mean, I could put one in there and like have it piercing the O like. <laughs> 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 or the U like. Sure. Oh, too much. No. No. <laughs> make make crimes against pop culture WAP again. Yeah. Like. So yeah, so that's my plug. I love so it. go visit us on that on the website. And you can finally find us on Spotify. That's right. If you have if Spotify as your podcast player. Podcast player, yeah. And I mean Spotify is really getting big into the podcast game. So yep. you know, I'm I'm thinking that they're not very discriminate about what podcasts <laughs> they allow on there, which no. is why we're now on there. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, you know, a lot of people do use Spotify for music already. And like I said, they're starting to get into podcasts. So there yeah. you go. When More I was when I was making the, the when I was up updating the, the new website or the new yeah the new website, mm -hmm. um, it has a, a part where you could pick like you could add other podcasting services. There is a lot of podcasting services. I didn't realize how many there oh, were. Yeah. There's like Stitcher and oh yeah, I forgot all the names of the other ones, but I was like, good lord. Yeah. Even Amazon, I think, has a 
a, a spot they're, for they're podcasts. Getting, yeah, they're. I think they're still offering their podcast through Amazon Music. Yeah, something like that. Because one of the ones that I used to listen to that was kind of an, an independent is now linked and like basically they they got not bought out, but they're now associated with Amazon. So the guy was made a bunch of announcements and everything. He's like, find, find us now on Amazon Music. I'm like, it should really be Amazon Podcast, but whatever. <laughs> they're they're just starting to get into that into that field themselves. So, but yeah, everyone has podcasts now. It's it's. I was a little weary about the Amazon one though. Why? I started reading of the their like services or terms and service terms of service or you what's it called? Read those. Well, because it had them, uh-huh. and I was like. I think they, they own the podcast or I don't remember. I'd have to mm. go back and read it. But I was like, no, I think I'll, I'll stay off of Amazon for now. I wasn't sure. I wasn't too sure about that one. Probably a wise choice. So, yeah. But anyways, if there's anything, any other podcast apps that you guys listen to, let or me know. services, yeah. I might be able to pop it in. Look at that. Website. You're getting no. And it's got, it's got like a little, two little links at the top where you can click it and you can go to Facebook or you can go to Instagram. Or Twitter? This guy. We don't have a Twitter. Okay. I don't do it. You want to do Twitter? TikTok. All right. I'll handle the Twitter. Okay. I'm on there all the time anyway. Get TikTok? TikTok. Yeah. Then you TikTok? can do the WAP. <laughs> Wait. We could do the what? The WAP. No. <laughs> <laughs> on TikTok. I don't think I can physically do the WAP. <laughs> Wait. Isn't that considered like old already now? Like passe? Bring it back. That'll be our thing. We'll bring we bring things back. Jerry, we, we're going to bring back Birdcage. We brought back Dark City and Rocky, and we're going to bring back Jaws. That's going to be your thing. We bring things face back. Face off, body off. See? You didn't then do it right, though. Face off, body off. Body off. I love body off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, did you think of your no. plug? Just, I mean, I, Jerry's plug is Geeks Who Drink. You know what? And when I listen back to the episode, you're going to remember. I'm going to remember it. And, I, and it's going to be too late. Yeah, it'll be way <laughs> too late. No, um, if, if, I, if, I haven't, if I haven't edited the, the show and you remember, tell me, and then I'll dub myself in. Hey, this is Jerry. <laughs> My plug is Budweiser. Budweiser? I really? don't know. This is Leslie Nielsen. This is Leslie Nielsen, and <laughs> can't we're even playing it. it. <laughs> we're all counting on you. God, it's just like he's in the room. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, I just have to fall back on my usual geeks who drink. Um, real quick, on that subject, though, because of the changing times and the pandemic and all that, uh, Geeks Who Drink is really starting to offer a lot more as far as uh, virtual quizzes is concerned. So we have quizzes on Twitch. We have quizzes through Zoom. The Zoom quizzes are actually really fun. They're not that long, five rounds, and then you're done, right? But they're still a lot of fun. And, of course, now that things are starting to open back up again, um, we're starting to come back, and mine at Dirty Nellies is included. It's been going fucking awesome. Um, uh, Team counts in the teens lately. It's been great, yeah. 13, 17 teams. Like 17 teams was my peak. Jerry, you really should get teams. people that are older than that to go to your... To go Team to your counts, <laughs> sir. Not the age oh, of the players. Oh, I thought you were like teen. Like, oh, they're all teens. They can't drink. No, no, no. Don't make me out to be some sort of, you know, to catch a predator fucking... Hi, this is Chris suspect. Hansen. <laughs> go ahead and step through that door. <laughs> Please, you're free to go. It's like he's right here. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, it's like he's right here. 
So y'all didn't know that we, that Jerry and I could do voices. He does Leslie Nielsen, and I can do Chris Hansen. <laughs> do you go by Sexy Man sixty nine on AOL Messenger? Whatever. Do you go by as El Peloncito? <laughs> Picante. Picante. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're free to. Why go. are you so dumb? Oh, that's oh, hilarious. Peloncito. But anyway. Peloncito, um, no, we are we deal in strictly adults, and I mean it is an adult-oriented quiz, so no no place for kids. But it's been going great; it's a lot of fun. Uh, if anyone is in the area and wants to go, Costa Mesa, California. Costa Mesa, California, Dirty Nellies in Costa Mesa, definitely call ahead and reserve your table because, man, this past week, no, for real, this past week I walked in and there were reservations like just all over the place. It was Jerry, it was get nice. us in. You have a you have an in there. Get us in. I. I don't have that kind of pull. Yeah, you do. Just walk in and be like, this, this who do you this, think this I am? Robin Williams? <laughs> Definitely not. No, exactly. More like a, a Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Although I have the, the chest hair, like Robin Williams. Again, I, we, no one can see this. But they can hear it. They can hear it. You hear that? You I, hear can, that? I can see it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time my chest hair has gotten that reaction. I think I need to leave the room. <laughs> There's about to be some magic going on in this place. Ray on Jerry's ma- magic carpet. Magic carpet of hair. That was good. Aladdin reference. I like that. Come on. That's good. No, it's good. All right. Anything else? Ray, nope. Parting I'm, words? Nope. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. Of course. Anytime. It was fun. Thanks for coming by. Now, from your initial nerves, how, how are you feeling now about the whole experience? Uh, the experience was a lot of fun. Did you have, I'm asking, it, it was, did you have room to be nervous is what I'm saying. No, Were you, no, I just felt like hanging out with, with you guys. There you go. Uh, I don't know if I'll listen to it cause I don't want to hear myself uh, <laughs> speak, but we'll, we'll talk because I love hearing myself. So I'll give you some tips. You have to listen. Our listener count will, will like half. <laughs> it'll go by. It'll drop by half if you don't listen. Our, our listenership will be cut by fifty percent if you don't listen. Who else listens. is gonna listen to us? We didn't get as many listens this time around. I'm like Jerry. Our, the show's dropping in quality, <laughs> and if, we need to ramp up our our production. And actually, if you could just put the podcast on loop, you know, and listen to it a few times, you know, just in the background, you know, you don't really have to listen to it. Go to like John's computers and stuff and just and download just it. Just it download it. Just download just play. Yeah. Every phone. Just, yeah, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> On every phone. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So no, I, but it was fun. I'm it was, glad I you really had a good enjoyed time. it. Thank hey, you for having me. Of course. We, we Thank you for coming by. And so I think right now, our, as far as I know, our next, our next movie is going to be Dirty Dancing, unless you want to change it. Because that was what, what was originally scheduled, but we don't have to if we don't want to. I'll think want about to. it. No, I'm just kidding. Dirty Dancing well, is fine. Well, you have so You've never seen it? I've never seen it. If anything pops up. <laughs> see, now, see, I, uh, Teresa's doing the whole, you know, lifting up dancing scene, and I've seen that a million times, but never actually seen it in context within the movie. Well, so. you reenact it. Yes. You and Ricky. Yes. And I'm the jumper. All right. Well, I there it is. And see that. Now we have to get on TikTok to do that. Yes, please. <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> That'd be perfect for TikTok. There you go, Ricky. Now you got to get us on TikTok. Okay. So I guess I'm in charge of. <laughs>
Sorry, it's a it's part of the movie. Secret com- com- communications happening here. No, <laughs> there's no one there, Jerry. It's just us three boys. <laughs> no wives in the crowd at all. But yeah, thanks for coming by, Ray. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Thank it was you. fun having you. Especially because you're really smart and you make me feel not so dumb. Because <laughs> you give me you give me the answers that I need when Jerry would otherwise let me drown like an a-hole. As if you haven't done the same with me. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I always give you the answers and shut up. <laughs> yeah. Good argument, Ricky. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. Well, happy to help. Thank you. So anytime you, anytime you want, just let us know. We can make it happen. Oh, thank you. Cool. Thank you. And we have the perfect setup. Now we have three microphones. Yes. We need and f- we'll be getting a round table. We are going to be getting a round table. With to make swords. It easier. With swords. <laughs> with Magical swords. swords. <laughs> and an a- AC so we can do it in the garage. And a fourth mic so someone else can join us during the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Teresa. Mm-mm. Ooh, we have a live studio audience. Crimes Against Pop Culture was filmed in front of a live studio audience. It was, actually. Well, recorded. It wasn't filmed. We haven't filmed anything yet. Oh, we'll start filming. Oh, recorded. We're going to start filming. Well, if we get TikTok, then yeah. <laughs> okay, so tentatively for now, episode 108 is going to be Dirty Dancing. Ah, dirty Dancing for Unless sure. Let's lock it in. Jerry decides on something else. Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock, lock that shit. I'm not going to lock it in. Wrap it up, B. I'm going to pencil it in. <laughs> Wrap that up, B. No, for sure. No, no, for real. Let's do it. Dirty okay. Dancing. Dirty so Dancing. If anyone out there wants to come and record Dirty Dancing, let me know. Feel free. Hit us up. Even Mr. Ray, he can confirm now if he wants to. So our contacts are crimesagainstpopculture at gmail.com. That's our email. That's our email. Uh, Facebook.com slash crimesagainstpopculture. Twitter, I'll get back on that, and Ricky will give me all the access for that. TBA. At crimesagainstpc. I believe so. Yeah, if I remember correctly. So those are three pretty good avenues to get a hold of us. And Instagram Instagram is Culture podcast. Yep. With the at in front of it. And I forgot to say at. <laughs> you can tell I'm on Instagram a whole lot, can't you? <laughs> and we have our new website. Uh, yes. Um, Buzzsprouts.com. Buzz <laughs> yes? Okay. I, I hadn't. I forgot, but I remembered. Buzzsprouts.com backslash crimes against pop culture. Correct, sir. Ding, ding, Boom. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you. So thank you for listening. See you on the next episode. And until next time, put it on the list. Meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Figuring out, like, you know, power supply for it and your sword. Sword? For a round table. Oh my King God. Arthur. Come on, Jerry. Pulling out swords. What kind of podcast is this? <laughs> oh, it could be any kind of <laughs> podcast you want it to be, sir. Because well, that's something that he does and he wants he wants the people to do. He wants to get the word apply out there. for CalFresh. I'll see you there. You can There's wave that word. Now we can say. Because I waved at when I introduced myself. I'm waving at the audience. He was like this. And we're like, there's no one here. Yeah, you're saying hi to everyone. And I'm like, no, no, no one can see you. <laughs>